This is the SF Productions Podcast Network. The Kinescope Initiative Episode 183. A sitcom review in chronological order. From the SFPP and Television Center, take it away, Mark. Thank you, announcer Bod, and welcome to the Kinescope Initiative, a sitcom review in chronological order. Let's continue with the sitcoms of 1991. Good and Evil premiered on ABC on September 25, 1991 at 10.30 p.m. From the people who brought you Soap, another parody series about two sisters. Margaret Witten plays Genevieve, the idealistic good girl, a biochemist recently widowed who works on fighting diseases, testing cures on herself. Terry Garr plays Denise, the conniving bad girl. She's trying to take over her family's cosmetic empire from her mother Charlotte, played by Marion Seldes. They all have bows of a sort. Mark Blankfield plays George, a blind psychiatrist in love with Jenny. Lane Davies plays Dr. Eric, Jenny's stiff boyfriend who Denise is trying to steal from her. Lane Smith plays Harlan, Charlotte's southern boyfriend. Denise also has a husband, an adventurer played by Marius Wires, thought lost on Mount Everest. Genevieve has a mute daughter, played by Brooke Thice while Denise has a teenage son, played by Seth Green. Denise has a dumb assistant, played by Sherman Howard. Denise's son goes on a search for who he believes is his real father, a lawyer, played by William Shockley. We covered Mark Blankfield in episode 162, another flop where he played a blind character, Lane Smith on episode 175 for Good Sports, and Brooke Weiss on episode 152 for Just the Ten of Us. It's no surprise that Margaret Witten got her start on a soap, The Doctors in the Mid-70s. She would go on to TV's Hometown and A Fine Romance, along with films Nine and a Half Weeks, The Secret of My Success, Baby Boom, Major League, and The Man Without a Face. Witten also appeared on Broadway in Steaming. She passed in 2016. Terry Garr's father was an actor and her mother a dancer, which Terry initially trained to be. This led to small film roles, including six of Elvis Presley's films. She moved to acting, studying at the Actors Studio. She got multiple TV guest spots, including an episode of Star Trek The Original Series, intended as a backdoor pilot, which never made it to series. Gard did a number of variety series, including a run on Sonny and Cher. More TV followed. The Girl with Something Extra, McLeod, Fresno, Adventures in Wonderland, Good Advice, Women of the House, Batman Beyond, doing voice work. Along with more films, The Conversation, Young Frankenstein, Oh God, Close Encounters of the Third Kind, The Black Stallion, One from the Heart, Tootsie with an Oscar nom, Mr. Mom, After Hours, The Player, Dumb and Dumber, Ghost World, In 2002, Gar announced she had been diagnosed with MS, with symptoms going back all the way to Tootsie. At that point, she mostly stepped away from the business with her last role in 2011. 
Marion Seldes was better known as a stage actor. She was born to a New York socialite and a journalist and studied at the Neighborhood Playhouse. She reached Broadway in 1947 for Medea, followed up by The Chalk Garden, The Wall, Tiny Alice, A Delicate Balance, and A Tony, Father's Day, A Tony Nom and Drama Desk Win, Before You Go, Equus, Death Trap, A Tony Nom, Ring Around the Moon, Tony Nom, 45 Seconds from Broadway, Dinner at Eight, Tony Nom. She also won a Tony Lifetime Achievement Award in 2010. Seldes was also in dozens of regional theater productions. There were films, The Gun in Betty Lou's Handbag, Home Alone 3, Town and Country, Leatherheads, and TV going back to live TV dramas, Studio One, General Electric Theater, Craft Theater, with dozens of guest spots through 2011. Seldes passed in 2014. Lane Davies is also well known for his stage work, joining and forming regional stage companies, much of it surrounding Shakespeare. He's done a lot of soap work, Days of Our Lives, Santa Barbara, 901 episodes, The Bold and the Beautiful, General Hospital, The Bay, along with TV's Whoops, The Crew, The Practice, Rusky vs. Gordy Andiloff, Government Lies. He also teaches acting at various levels. Marius Wires is a South African actor and was quite prolific in TV shows there. Films include The Gods Must Be Crazy, Gandhi, Deep Star Six, Final Solution, Blood Diamond. Seth Green was acting by the age of seven, appearing in films The Hotel New Hampshire, Radio Days, My Stepmother is an Alien, plus a number of TV guest roles. He also had an uncredited role in the film Buffy the Vampire Slayer. A few years later, he got a regular role on the TV series playing Oz. Other TV work... The Birds of Paradise, Temporarily Yours, Tucker, That 70s Show, Greg the Bunny, Mad TV, Four Kings, Dads, with films the Austin Powers franchise as Scott Evil, The Italian Job, Old Dogs, Shazam, Weird, The Al Yankovic Story. But he may be better known for his voice work, 100 Deeds for Eddie McDowd, Batman Beyond, Titan Maximum, Star Wars The Clone Wars, Hulk and the Agents of Smash, Family Guy as Chris, 408 episodes and counting, American Dad, Supermansion, the 2014 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles as Leonardo, Guardians of the Galaxy as Howard the Duck, Crossing Swords, Alabama Jackson, Stargirl, and Lego Batman. In the 2000s, Green began working on a Fumetti comic strip, where photos are staged with comic captions called Twisted Toy Fair Theater for Toy Fair Magazine. The strip featured mostly Mego action figures doing ridiculous or unsavory things. It was popular enough to generate a stop-motion series for the Internet, which was later picked up by Adult Swim and named Robot Chicken. The show is still on the air, running for 11 seasons, earning Green three Emmys out of 22 nominations. You can find that show on Max. Sherman Howard is primarily known for stage work, to the point of his wiki entry talking almost solely about it, mostly regional work. He did make it to Broadway in All My Sons and Gore Vidal's The Best Man. As you would expect, he did soaps, One Life to Live, Dallas. He also played Lex Luthor on the syndicated Superboy series of the 80s. Howard made film appearances in Day of the Dead, K-9, Lethal Weapon 2, and Dante's View. 
He's done a lot of voice work on TV. The Legend of Calamity Jane, Star Wars, the original radio series, Extreme Ghostbusters, Zorro, The Secret Files of the Spy Dogs, Batman Beyond, Timon and Pumbaa, and video games, Command and Conquer, Star Trek Armada 2, Red Faction 2, Devil May Cry 2, Red Dead Redemption, Star Wars The Old Republic. William Shockley may be best known as Hank on Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman. Other TV work, Baghdad Cafe, and many guest spots. Films include Robocop, Showgirls, and Lemonheads. He's also been a producer on multiple films. Good and Evil had a large cast and a lot of storyline, as you would expect on a soap, but much of the setup never got a chance to pay off. The National Federation of the Blind picketed the series because of George's character being so inept and clumsy. Despite ABC's insistence that this was all parody, advertisers left in droves, the ratings never went anywhere, and the series ran for six episodes with five more never aired. I did find an episode on YouTube, The cast is shown in the opening along with tinkly music. Denise is blackmailing Genevieve. Dr. Eric stole someone else's identity. Denise's dead husband has returned for revenge. Harlan is introduced to great fanfare. There's a joke about drunk pilots. There's a lot of overacting, plus some attempts at pathos. It really seems like a companion piece to soap. Someday my prince will come. Someday. Princesses premiered on CBS on September 27, 1991 at 8 p.m. One of the early singles in New York sitcoms that would soon become Legion. Three women share an apartment, an adult education teacher, Julie Haggerty, who just dumped her fiancé, who she learned had already failed at marriage twice. Her best friend, a Jewish-American, who sells cosmetics at a department store, a pre-nanny Fran Drescher, and an actual English princess, recently divorced and challenging her late husband's will in New York, played by model Twiggy. The apartment's owner loaned the place to Haggerty and Twiggy separately. A pre-mad about you, Layla Kenzel, played Drescher's snooty sister. Now we'll cover Drescher and Kenzel when we get to their far better known roles. Julie Haggerty's mother was a model and singer, her father a musician. Julie got a gig as a Ford model at age 15. She studied acting and did regional and off-Broadway roles, making it to the big stage in House of Blue Leaves and a Theater World Award. Other Broadway work, The Front Page, Mornings at Seven. Her first film role was a big one, playing plucky stewardess Elaine in the Airplane films. More film work, Lost in America, Bad Medicine, Rude Awakening, What About Bob, The Story of Us, Freddy Got Fingered, Marriage Story, along with regular or recurring roles on Reunited, Malcolm in the Middle, Trial and Error, Black Monday, and Family Guy doing voice work. Dame Leslie Lawson, a.k.a. Twiggy, is one of the first supermodels. A chance visit to a hairstylist led to her picture being posted as an example of a shortcut, which was seen by a Daily Express journalist. Her unique build, 110 pounds, 31, 23, 32, accentuated the fashions of the time, and her career took off. Her style was copied all over the world, and she became a sensation. 
the look of the mid-60s. She also ushered in the era of rail-thin models that still exist today. After four years, she left modeling and moved into acting and singing. Films include The Boyfriend, The Blues Brothers, Club Paradise, Madame Suzatska, and TV's Young Charlie Chaplin. Twiggy did dozens of variety shows and was a judge on America's Next Top Model. She recorded multiple albums and made it to Broadway in My One and Only with a Tony nom. Princesses got terrible reviews and ratings. Haggerty was not at all happy with how the show had come together and was vocal about it. Entertainment Weekly publicized this even before the show went on the air. After four episodes, Haggerty left the series in a mutual decision. She was exiting a sinking ship. Only one more episode aired, followed by a hiatus. Three more episodes never saw the light of day. One good thing came out of the series. Drescher remained friends with Twiggy, and on a flight to visit the model in the UK, Drescher saw CBS programming head Jeff Sagansky. She pitched a series to him on the flight, The Nanny. Now, I found an episode on YouTube. The opening theme is the classic Someday My Prince Will Come with a pop-up book layout. Drescher plays a proto-nanny. Twiggy tries to write a kid's book to pay off her huge dry-cleaning bill. Haggerty plays a stick in the mud. It's not very funny. Charlie Hoover premiered on Fox on November 9, 1991 at 9 p.m., Tim Matheson plays an accountant in the midst of a midlife crisis when the voice in his head becomes a foot-high alter ego played by Sam Kinison. Charlie's wife was played by Lucy Webb, his kids by Michael Manassieri and Leslie Engel, his boss by Kevin McCarthy, and his secretary by Julie Hayden. A young Bill Maher was also in the cast, I'm guessing playing Charlie's buddy. We covered Tim Matheson way back on episode 25 for Window on Main Street, Lucy Webb on episode 105 for Private Benjamin, Michael Manasseri on episode 155 for Raising Miranda, Kevin McCarthy on episode 114 for Amanda's, and Bill Maher on episode 126 for Sarah. Sam Kinison's father was a Pentecostal preacher, and Sam initially followed him into that. Ironically, it didn't work out because Kinnison had little stage presence at the time. He switched to stand-up and used his fire and brimstone style, often screaming at the audience. Drug addiction slowed his progress, and he would fight this his entire life. An appearance on a Rodney Dangerfield young comedian special led to Letterman appearances, comedy albums, and a part in Dangerfield's Back to School. Only a few months after Charlie Hoover ended, Kinnison was killed in a car accident involving a drunk driver. Julie Hayden would go on to films Toys and The Cable Guy. While Tim Matheson was ostensibly the star of Charlie Hoover, the show was written to display Sam Kinnison's antics. Unfortunately, much of his shtick didn't align with broadcast TV, so producers muted him to the point that the show didn't work. It ran for seven episodes and it was gone. Someone on YouTube posted a video of all the episodes. The opening theme is introduced by Kinnison, Wild Thing. I couldn't find a way to download it. Boy, the shots of the foot-high Kinnison really look cheap, even for 90s TV. Charlie's family treats him like trash, even the dog. His boss is dismissive. His secretary is his only supporter, along with his tiny alter ego. 
Not sure how they thought this was a series. We'll wrap up 1991's sitcoms in our next episode. Announcer Bot, how can the folks find us online? Go to sfpodcastnetwork.com to get the feed, other SF podcasts, and blogs. Subscribe via your favorite podcast catcher and leave us a review. You can email sfpodcastnetwork at gmail.com. Like us at facebook.com slash sfppn. Check out Instagram at sfpodnetwork. Call us at 614-321-9737. That's 614-321-9SFP. Back to you, Mark. Well, I'm filing this episode in the archive. Tune in next time.